We are I. Good morning, everybody. As I sit here, the first thought that came to my mind was that I might have to apologize because my mind is wandering between, you know, a few different topics. One of them, you know, just being the censorship of health information online on social media sites. And I have this poster, you know, up on my wall that has this beautiful picture of a a mountain and you know like it's it's more of a cartoony picture but you know it's a depiction of a real photo um mountain in the background um, almost looks like yellowstone national park and there's two hikers kind of in this meadow with this mountain in the background and these hikers are kind of it's like a purple and then a lighter purple so you see different you know, topographical aspects of the landscape. And then the mountain in the background is, you know, red and orange. Again, so you can see the contrast in this mountain. There's a beautiful blue sky with a few clouds uh, behind that. And, you know, it says, not all those who wander are lost. You know, because I know in my life, I have a ton of wanderlust. And I just love to explore. I've always been that type of person. Just exploring feeds my soul. That's why this poster is here. And I look at this. And I start to draw the the correlation between the two where when people have a deep root of you know, wanting to explore, I feel like there's a ton of health that comes with that. There's a, a lot of health that you know comes mentally. You know, like you're forming new relationships, you're meeting new people, you're getting outside, you're getting fresh air, you're exposing yourself to different communities, you're going to different regions, you're you're traveling around because you know an explorer just doesn't want to stay local. An explorer wants to turn over every stone and you know walk to every corner of the earth. And you gain a lot. You gain a lot emotionally. You gain a lot of emotional intelligence, a lot of acceptance, a lot of compassion, a lot of understanding about the world. And our place in the world. You know, it doesn't become this hyper-focused concept of just everything revolves around me in this urban center or, you know, even this suburban center or even a small rural community. Like you really, you realize how vast the world is when you're standing in a place where there's no one to help you. There's no resources except for the resources around you, which equate to be a vast amount. But most people aren't equipped to be able to recognize that. It just brings a lot of health and wellness. So you don't have to think about going to the gym. You don't have to think about, you know, eating healthy. You don't have to think about what I should eat. It's more like I need to eat something. You know, you don't have time to care about all the pointless, meaningless bullshit of the world because you need shelter. You need food. You may need to migrate. You may need to do all of these things. But then I come back to this other component of what's been on my mind this morning is you know, I wanted to change my diet a little bit on April 1st. It's a change of season. You know, I've been running this probably meat-only diet with, you know, some some fats on the side, you know, where I have, you know, peanut butter and my honey mix and stuff. But I just, just eat meat, you know, besides the little spices, you know, that I put um, on my meat. Now, 
I went back to Paul Saladino's uh, Instagram page because Paul Saladino's, you know, concept of the carnivore code, you know, where it was only meat and then it was meat and organ meat, it was nose to tail and, you know, then he started incorporating a lot of different fruits and, you know, like some different aspects to it, you know, it's like cucumbers with the skin or the seeds, you know, like these kind of things, you know, taking the inflammatory, you know, products like out of these, um, out of these, you know, uh, fruits and vegetables. But then I couldn't find it on Instagram. And I was like, what the hell? Then I went on, you know, multiple different social media platforms. I'm like, what happened to like, did he die? And then I'm like, well, I'm like, fuck, I'm like, this is wild. Because, you know, maybe the way I'm eating isn't good. You know, if this person, he's he's a doctor, like he's extremely knowledgeable, like he knows it down to the molecular science. And if you want to talk about, um, you know, bionutrition, like this guy from the carnivore side is one of the most knowledgeable people then i find out that he's been banned off all platforms uh for two reasons covid misinformation encouraging people to get outside eat healthy take vitamin d countering the narrative and nutritional misinformation you know promoting meat-based eating you know which side of those was the stronger reason why he got banned off social media I don't have any idea. Don't think anybody would. Maybe it's 99% in the COVID category. Maybe it's 70%. Maybe it's 50-50. Maybe it's 80% in the carnivore um, side and some vegan just got pissed off, you know, at these various different platforms. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Because the thing is, when I look at my mind, this is the problem with people not having something to fulfill their needs. They need to go find people to attack. There's no reason why that somebody, because they have different views in any category, especially something about like COVID and nutrition, these are not reasons why anybody should be banned off any internet, anything. If you want to ban somebody that's, you know, ultra racist, ultra, you know, Nazi like, you know, all of these different things, like that. Not that I agree with any censorship, but in my mind, I can see why people would do that. But I cannot understand when it comes down to COVID and nutrition, why people would, except for people just don't have anything better to focus that energy on. So they need to go find people to attack. And what a waste of time. I was talking to one of my friends last night that I've known for 30 years maybe slightly longer. He's been on this podcast multiple times, Jason Tilsley, Lethbridge, Alberta, big shout out, Jason. And he works for the city of Langley in the bylaws department. And he said to me, he's like, this guy who owns a business complained about a, a brewery, a tap house. You know, they're in this light industrial area on the north side of Lethbridge. And Hours after this guy's business closes, he's complaining that too many cars are coming to visit the tap house. It was 80 pages, 30-something pages of photos, 40-something pages of an actual write-up of why this guy is violating bylaws. And it blew my mind. Hours after your business closes, you care about somebody else's business. To me, you're fucking jealous. And Jason said the same thing. It's easy to see. Like, if you care that much, you're clearly jealous of this guy's business. Maybe it's more successful than yours. Maybe you want to own a tap house. But the jealousy 
clearly is just dripping and oozing from that transaction. You're going to tell me as a small business owner that you have that kind of time. Bullshit. The only reason why you have that kind of time is because you are petty, you are spiteful, and you are envious of this person's position. And when that person can't understand that and recognize that, it is fucking astonishing to me. Because no busy, successful, small business owner, for what is going to waste the time formulating a 40-page document like that or an 80-page document like that, But when they see another small business owner being successful, they are going to applaud that. And I know that. I know that thoroughly. You are not going to attack another small business owner that is making it because you know how the struggle is. You know it's fucking real. The only reason why you were going to prepare that 80-page document is because you are full of spite. You are full of anger. You are full of jealousy. And so the only reason why something like that is going to happen is because you are not healthy. That person is not healthy as an individual. And you see this manifesting itself time and time and time again. Because we just don't have good enough things every day that distract our attention back to us and having to fundamentally conquer real problems to further our lives, to excel our lives, and just to allow our survival in this world. Prime example, I see on Twitter, these women who are having to give birth and they've moved this maternity ward to some basement of some commercial building to be able to give their give birth to their babies. There's nothing sterile. There's boxes. These mattresses are on the floor, all this kind of shit. And sure, is it like this in every maternity ward? I have absolutely no idea. But the thing is, do you think that those women give a shit about what else is going on except for maybe when they hear those bombs, but they just know they have a semi-safe place to be able to give birth to their children to somebody who cares about them surviving and their child surviving, and that is it. Do you think there's anything else in the world that that person cares about? Because they have tangible things that mean something so much more than all the dumb shit people argue about nowadays. So whether you have to be on that extreme side or simply that you have wanderlust and you choose to be able to go put yourself in a very amazing environment that'll challenge you mentally and emotionally and physically, It'll change your perspective on life, either side of those spectrums, from one of the most beautiful, awe-inspiring, awe-striking environments to the most brutal and hostile environments that you could think of bringing a, a new life into this world into. You have these two examples of people who don't care about the pointless shit that people are starting to argue about now because they just have nothing else better to do with their time. Our time is so valuable. I wake up every morning and I even challenged myself this morning when I got up and it was 4 a.m. And I'm like, you create a lot of time in your day because you choose to wake up early. Are you valuing and maximizing that time? Are you creating time and putting it to work and to value your life? Or are you wake up, waking up early and actually fundamentally wasting time? Could you just sleep or close your eyes for another hour or two? Would it make any difference to your day? 
So I challenge myself to understand the value of that time because I don't want to waste that time. I tell everybody that I see the greatest asset that we have in our lives is our time is invaluable. Every second of your life is invaluable because you have no idea when that this life can end by any imagination or any possible scenario you can think of from car accident to heart attack to this, that, and the next thing. But we know this. We know this is our most valuable asset. It is far more valuable than platinum, than diamonds, than money, than anything. And the only thing that makes that time rich is experience. Experience that changes your life. Experience that offers you understanding. Experience that offers you more education. Experience that offers you more compassion. Experience that offers you more ways to be able to connect with humanity. This is what matters. These are the things that actually fundamentally matter in life. So my question to you today is, hmm, there's the mind again. Just deep in that thought. My question for all of you today is, how do you value your time? 